There's a famous line said about the time of Svirsa Omer, the time between Pesach and Shavuos. They say, don't just count the days, but let the days count. And I believe that's a line, that's a concept that applies to any yantif, to any elevated time period, to any time where we as Yidin should be growing from, should be exalted and uplifted from. And when that time passes, it's always imperative to look back and to reap and calculate, reflect on what happened, on what we did, if we changed, if we did anything. Hashem gave us these time periods in order for us to connect to Him, in order for us to come close to Him and to become elevated, to become Nisroimim, exalted. And it's Chaval, if we have a Yantif, and there's nothing that we take away from it for the journey, for the future, looking forward. We're at Zeis Chanukah, we're at the last day of the Yantif of Chanukah, and it's no small day. As many Svarim discuss, it's the culmination of the Yom and Ram of the Yom Haddin. And this year, in contrary to most years, Parshas Miketz is not Shabbos Chanukah, rather it's the Shabbos post-Chanukah. So briefly, just want to discuss the connection, what we can take out from the Parsha, from Parsha's Miketz, and how it connects to Zayis Chanukah, how Zayis Chanukah connects to us, what we can do for the future. We all know the Svarim discussed the importance, the Indian, of gazing at the nearest Chanukah, looking at the beautiful flicker of these holy lights. And while this is something that a non-Jew may not understand, probably wouldn't resonate with him, but for us Yidin, we know that we can look at something seemingly mundane, physical, and know that there's something so much holier, something much more halig that lies within. And while a guy can look at the Neiris Chanukah and just think, hey, this is a beautiful fire, a flickering flame. But for Yid, it's an entirely different story. For Yid, we look at the Neiris Chanukah, and there's Kedusha, there's Halekite, there's the Ebishter himself, there's the Mitzvah, there's... Ner mitzvah v'tayra or the or represents so much, and the nearest Hanukkah aren't just standing, flickering in solidarity on top of your menorah. The nearest are a roller coaster. They're taking us with them. They're connecting us to the Abishter, to the Torah. They're bringing us to the Ar Haganas. They're bringing us to that hidden light from the time of Adam Arishin. The Swarm also discuss how the words that we said in the bracha of Neres Chanukah, Lahadlik Ner Chanukah, are the Rosh Tevis Nachal, Nun Ches Lamed. And Nachal stands for what David HaMalach writes in Tehillim, Navshenu Chiksel Hashem. Our hearts await. They cleave for Hashem, for the Ebishter. The whole Yisoyed of Adlokas Ner Chanukah is to bring us to that place of cleaving, of having a chuka, of yearning, and having a desire only for Hashem, for His hashkocha, for His protection, for His guidance and refuge, and nothing else, nothing besides Him.
stretching this idea even further, the Svarim write, especially in the Sefer Bayam Dakacho from Rabbi Maya Morgenstern, fascinating. He writes that in Hanukkah, the Avoido of lighting the Neris is Lahamis, to melt the Teich HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Mamesh into HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that through the lighting, through the kindling of the Menorah, we're meant to melt into Hashem Kavyachol. This is something, again, that a guy can't understand. But for Yid, we understand. For our Neshama Tahira, for the Tzema Kim, for the Nefesh Alakami Mal, we can understand this resonates with us. And when we stand, when we stood by those Neiris, when we lit those Neiris, we're taking ourselves and we're melting into the Source. We're connecting on the highest level through the Neiris Hanukkah, into HaKadosh Baruch Hu, into the Arhaganas, into the Torah. The side over here is obviously... That we're meant to become one. We're meant to lift ourselves up and to connect to the truest source of all help, of all Hatzlacha, to the Kol Yachal, to the Omnipotent, to the Omnipresent, to Kaddish Baruch Hu. The side is that we should become bigger Bali Betachan, bigger Bali Amuna, and we should realize that there's nowhere else to turn besides Kaddish Baruch Hu himself. While we can think that the Avedah of Hanukkah is over, maybe we feel now that we didn't connect it so much, and we wish we did, that's a faulty, mistaken notion, because the whole point of Hanukkah, the whole point of the nearest, is for the future. It's to uplift and elevate us, and make sure that when the, we go back into the dark months of Tevis, Shvat, until Pesach, until the next Yantav, until the next stop, we are fortified and charged with the source, with true light, with the nearest Hanukkah, to take us from strength to strength. In this week's parasha, Parshas Miketz, it's talking about the dream that Parah had about the seven cows, the fat ones, the skinny ones. The Medjish tells us on this Pasuk, Praiseworthy is the man who made Hashem his trust. This is talking about Yosef at Tzadik. Yosef had a lot of Bitachon, Yosef was a big Tzadik. And the Medjish tells us that the quintessential Maimin, Baal Bitachon, is Yosef at Tzadik. And the message continues, Nevertheless, says the Medrash, although Yosef was such a tzaddik, he got punished because he turned to arrogant people, because he told the Saramashkim, And because of the utterance of these two words, Yosef was punished with an extra two years in prison. The Mepharshim ask, this Medrash is a plea, this Medrash is a self-contradictory Medrash. On the one end, it's telling us, it's praising Yosef Tzadik and saying that he's the Spitz, he's the highest level of Bitachin. Yet in the same sentence, in the same breath, the Medrash goes and says that he, he Yosef got punished because he had a lack of Bitachin when he told the Saramashkim to remember me and mention me to Paray. So the question is, is Yosef Tzadik the paragon of Bitachin? Is he the quintessential role model for what we should strive for in our bitachin or not? And if he is, then why did the Medjish conclude that Yosef was the example of a person who went to arrogant people, something that we should stay away from? How do we resolve the seemingly contradictory implications of this Medjish? So the Basilevi enlightens us with a fascinating elucidation. The Basilevi explains that you saw it in life, that the more bitachin a person has, the less ishtadlis he's allowed to do. And the less Bitochen a person has, the more Ishtadlis he's allowed to do. And not only that, but if a person is on a high level of Madriga, he's on a high level of Bitochen, not only is it that he's not allowed to do the Ishtadlis, but he's going to get punished for it. The extra Ishtadlis, the extra step he takes, the extra hustle is deemed, it's rendered unnecessary by Kaddish Baruch Hu, and therefore, that Ishtadlis 
is a display of lack of betachon, and he's going to get punished for that. Based on this, says the Beis Alevi, this is the Pshan of the Medrash, that of course Yosef was the highest level of betachon. For all that he went through, all the tsaros with the Shvatim, and Yaakov Avinu, and getting sold to Mitzrayim, and Potiphar, and Vayimayin, all the incredible things that he overcame, that he triumphed, the victories, unbelievable, all from the unwavering, unbreakable bitachin that he had. That's the first part of the Medrash. But the second part of the Medrash that tells us that he turned to Rehavim, he turned to arrogant people, for the two words he said, says the Beis Alevi, the Medrash isn't contradicting or attracting on what it said, that Yosef was not a Baba Rather, this is the Raya, this is the proof that he was such a great Baba Tachin. Why? Because even for the two words, for the utterance of two words from his mouth, he was punished. That Hishtadlus was unprecedented, and it wasn't becoming of a Baba Tachin, of Yosef Hatzadik's stature, to even utter those two words. And for that he was punished. And from here, from this incident, the utterance of two words is indicative, shows to us what a great Babatach Yosef Tzadik was. That just for those two words, which to us would seem so irrelevant, negligible, bottle mavutal, but for Yosef Tzadik, the fact that he said those, even from the place of the stress and pain and loneliness that he was in, for him though, it was considered a pegia, it was considered a breach in his bitachin, and for that he was punished. Undoubtedly, we're always living with the embrace of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, with his R, with his Torah, and we're never really in the dark. But Lamaiso, as individuals and collectively, we're definitely going through a dark period of time, a time of pain, of mourning, of confusion, of uncertainty, and ultimately just longing for Mashiach. We need Geula, we need protection, safety, and it's incumbent on us to tap into the Yontif of Hanukkah and not just to have gone through Hanukkah, but to make sure that Hanukkah comes through us, comes with us for the future, to look to our to look at the unwavering, unparalleled level of Bitachin, of Esav Tzadik, and to look at ourselves in the mirror and say, where can we learn? Where can we glean? Where can we grow from the parsha, from the life of Esav Tzadik? Perhaps we're doing too much. Maybe we can step back a little bit, let Hashem take over the driver's seat a little bit more, make more room for Him. But the sight is that we're never really giving up because the more we bring Him in, the more we let Him take over, the better lives, the more enriched and enhanced lives we'll have. Like we began, the Indian of Chanukah, the Halakas near Chanukah, is lehamis L'Toychay, to melt into Him, to melt Kaviachal into Kadosh Baruch Hu's embrace. Hashem is Memalech Al Art Kivoidoi, He's Memalech Al Almen, Mesoivik Al Almen, He's everywhere. And by Mamida, in the measure that we go into Him, that we melt into Him, that we connect to Him, Hashem should come back to us. He should pick us up from our shackles, from our pain, confusion, loss, grieving, everything that we need and want, and ultimately grant us the greatest salvation and redemption possible, the building of Bayashlishi. May we light the menorah there very, very soon with the bringing of Mashiach Tedkenu, Bimher Vemenu, Amen. I hope you enjoyed. I thank you very much for listening. I wish each and every one of you a wonderful Shabbos.